Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Affirm. Affirm's pay-over-time solutions help brands drive conversion, average order value, and loyalty while acquiring new high lifetime value shoppers. Learn more at affirm.com. As we become more digitally connected, uh, all of us are sleeping less on average. And you know we're more distracted than ever before. Can you talk about the relationship between sleep and productivity? Sleep, in some ways, has an image problem that we think of people who get sufficient sleep as being, you know, slothful or lazy, perhaps. And the data are very clear when it comes to productivity. Less sleep does not equal more productivity. Hi, this is Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of the Business of Fashion, and welcome to the BOF podcast. This week, we begin to share some of the content from Voices 2020, starting with how to master sleep during the pandemic. I sat down with Dr. Matt Walker, author of Why We Sleep, and Harpreet Singh Rai, the CEO of the wearable technology company Aura. In this conversation, you'll hear the top sleep hacks from these two sleep experts. And yes, a warm bath is a good place to start. Here's Harpreet Singh Rai and Dr. Matthew Walker at Voices 2020. Well, hello, Matt Walker, uh, Harpreet Rai. It's uh, lovely to be in touch with both of you connected virtually. And today we're here to talk about sleep. What I really wanted to start with is like how you both got interested in the space of sleep to begin with. Maybe Matt, we could start with you. How did you become a sleep scientist? Most sleep scientists are accidental sleep scientists. You know, no one when they were sort of five or six at school and they say, what would you like to be when you grow up? No one shoots their hand up and says, I'd love to be a sleep researcher, you know? And so we all fall into it. And I did too, um, back 20 years ago when I was doing my PhD, I was looking at brainwave patterns with people with early stage dementia, trying to see what type of dementia they had. 
and I was failing miserably. Then I realized one day I was measuring my patient's brainwave activity at the wrong time, which was when they were awake. And instead I should be measuring it when they were asleep. And it was in the electrical static of sleep at night that I could start to define what type of dementia that they were going to ultimately trajectory kind of move towards. That's when I started to just fall in love with this thing called sleep. I became utterly fascinated. Um, it has been a 20 year long love affair. And to me, it remains the most beguiling topic of all of science. From my side, probably more, <laughs> more through negative, negative experiences. So um, I did study electrical engineering in college and, and mainly worked on, you know, different types of sensors that interact with the human body, including the brain. Um, but I ended up graduating uh, university and actually going into investment banking. And so probably, you know, the worst profession for sleep hygiene, if I had to guess. But really, I think it's, it's only till later did I really realize that just as the correlation Matthew was talking about that that time, you know, at night when your brain resets and your body resets is actually, you know, the critical thing for us to be the best version of ourselves. And I think that's what really, honestly, just experience, uh, negative experience, unfortunately, eventually becoming a positive one, you know, led me towards sleep. Can you give us a little window in how you and your team have kind of developed this product? In the fashion industry, a few years ago, everybody was talking about wearables and the conversation around wearables has just kind of petered out. And so when I discovered this product, I kind of had the same reaction as Matt, which is like, it's something I can actually integrate into my life without having to worry about it. It just, you know, the data, it's like now the first thing I look at when I wake up in the morning, because I'm really, I guess, motivated by data, like lots of people. So I want to see if I got a little crown, but can you give us a window into how, how you've developed the ring and how it works? Convenience and ease of use when it comes to consumers is everything. Um, looking at or wearing any of these devices you know, takes time and it takes energy. Um, if you think about Facebook, how easy is it to start a Facebook account and add friends? You know, they'll suggest friends to you. They make that ease of use and convenience. And that's why they have over a billion active users. And so I think when we looked at wearables, you know, Kara Swisher has called them unwearables in the past as well. You know, the battery life would be really poor. You know, charging mechanisms are sort of a pain in the butt. Um, you know, old, it might be big and bulky, you know, bigger than a regular watch or not as fashionable. So it doesn't, you know, look good with your outfit. And so I think, um, you know, that sweet spot of sort of accuracy and convenience is, is what we aimed for. Um, on the accuracy side, um, the pulse signal really on your finger, you know, these are arteries and, and they come into, you know, the palm of your hand and that, you know, we all, we all have different color skin, right? But our palms are roughly the same. And, and then, you know, that allows for a uniform measuring better than traditional wrist-based wearables. And also just that, that pulse signal from the artery because the skin is so thin, is so strong. So we always felt like that could give us an edge up in accuracy over the wrist-based devices. And I think, um, frankly, on top of all of that, the use case of sleep, uh, I think luckily, you know, timing-wise or unluckily for sort of society, you know, as we become more digitally connected, uh, all of us are sleeping less on average. And, you know, we're more distracted than ever before. And so I think if you look at, I always tell people an interesting chart to look at is Google Trends data. So if you just look at keyword searches for sleep versus running, you'll actually see the two flip in 2016, that more people start querying for sleep because they're having issues sleeping, um, you know, and lo and behold, that's sort of like exactly when LTE and, you know, more cellular connectivity increased. And so I think, um, 
you know, more people are unfortunately are having issues with sleep than ever before. We're getting less of it as a society, um, you know, which Matthew obviously knows a lot about. Um, and I think for us, it was just, it's actionable. It's something we do every day and making a product that, you know, is both accurate and convenient was sort of the cornerstone. Matt, what, what is the data saying to you right now about how the pandemic has impacted the way people are sleeping? Certainly some proportion of people for whom the sleep has become longer in duration with the coronavirus and people not having to commute or sort of get their kids to school even earlier. It's a la- it's sort of like revenge of the night owls that the night owls can finally go to bed a little bit later and wake up a little bit later because they have more time. And that has led to some betterment in overall sleep health. However, that's one cloud of data that we've been seeing. There is another cloud of data where sleep has definitely become worse, quality and quantity. And I think for probably at least three reasons. The first is that some people, of course, have lost their jobs. Others are uncertain as to whether they will retain their job. Um, And then finally, there's a lot of us who are just anxious about the whole scape of health when it comes to COVID. And it's that trigger of anxiety that we know is one of, if not the underlying principal mechanisms for this thing that we call insomnia. I think one of the interesting things we noticed that was actually even more standout is just the level of activity. Um, You know, we've seen people, whether it's their commutes or you know, gyms being closed, that total activity has, has unfortunately definitely gone down. Um, you know, I think that that's something that ends up then having a effect also on your, your quality and your level of sleep as well. The other thing I read, Matt, in your, some of your writing is the impact of sleep on immunity. And of course, we're all thinking about immunity right now because there's this deadly virus still circulating in the community, you know, as I speak right now, you know, much of the United States, most of Europe is you know, engulfed in a second wave. How does sleep or the quality of our sleep impact our immunity? So there's actually a very intimate relationship between your sleep health and your immune health. And I'll just give you some examples. What we know is that individuals who report sleeping less than seven hours a night are three times more likely to become infected by the rhinovirus, which is the common cold, relative to those who are getting more uh, than seven hours of sleep. We also know that um, women who are sleeping five hours or less a night are almost 70% more likely to go on to contract pneumonia, which is actually a critical part of the COVID-19 disease equation. But one of the other things that we've discovered is how sleep will um, enhance or a lack of sleep will impair your ability to become immunized. So for example, if you are getting just four to five hours of sleep in the week before you get your flu shot, you produce less than 50% of the normal antibody response, rendering that flu vaccination far less effective as a consequence. Now, if you flip that on uh, sort of on its head and you ask, well, then what is it about sleep that's so wonderful? Firstly, we know that it's during sleep, particularly deep sleep, when you refresh all of the weaponry, all of the, the immune weaponry in your sort of health arsenal, as it were. And it's not just that you enhance immune factors when you are sleeping, but during sleep, the body becomes more sensitized to those circulating immune factors. 
So net net, when you wake up the next morning, you are a more robust immune individual as a consequence. Now, when it comes to to COVID, we're going to have a vaccine. Of that, I am sure there is hope out there, and I think we will have that. But then the question becomes: Well, is the same thing true about your COVID vaccine? So next year, when we all go and get our COVID shot, do we need to be thinking about sleep? Will that determine the success or failure of whether you become immunized? How do we do that? Well, let's say that we have a sleep tracker and we have intelligent software that says, "Look, you know, I noticed that you got not particularly great sleep this past week, and I know that you've got an appointment at the NHS or with your GP for your COVID flu shot. Let me just push that an additional four days. Let's work on your sleep. I'm going to coach you with an app towards better sleep, and then I've got three appointments." in 10, day, day, uh, 10 days time, which one would you like to uh, select? And we can far more intelligently create a closed loop system where technology is helping our health and our immune system to combat disease states. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere, online, in-store, on social media, and beyond. <laughs> Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash BOF, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash BOF to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash BOF. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you feel like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. And not just any experts, specialised experts. Real people who love this stuff, with real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. 
Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder or step out in that streetwear, you'll realise that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. One of the things that we've seen on the finger and also that we've just had in Aura Ring since day one has been temperature sensors. And so, um, you know, some of the work this year, we, we wanted to actually do even more research in sleep labs like Matt's, but, you know, just given lockdown, it's actually been pretty hard. Um, to do that, right? You're not recruiting subjects during a lockdown. Um, I, I think um, one thing that we did as a company uh, when you know the pandemic was happening was really double down on uh, all the research we could do as a company, but specifically on COVID and other influenza-like illnesses. So we ended up actually being the first wearable to you know launch an IRB back study with a large academic you know institution, UCSF, um, particularly starting on COVID, and we ended up opening that up to our whole you know, user base. And what we've seen is there's, you know, early data suggests that signals from the aura ring and other wearables are obviously doing this too now, can perhaps tell people they may be coming down with something, you know, one day, two day, potentially up to three days in advance, you know, still a lot more data to collect and finalize. But I think, again, this technology, you know, could really, as Matthew talked about, really help inform and innovate on our healthcare system, you know, globally. Um, And, you know, if that happens, I think ultimately we're going to have you know, better lives, better health, right? And be happier people too. Matt, one of the other benefits of sleep, you know, COVID aside, is around productivity. And this has been a year of extreme stress for people. Can you talk about the relationship between sleep and productivity? Sleep in some ways has an image problem (laughs) that we think of people who get sufficient sleep as being, you know, slothful or lazy perhaps. And The data are very clear when it comes to productivity. Less sleep does not equal more productivity. It was not true in the uh, road industrial era, and it's never been more true now in the digital era. And there's lots of great data on this. Firstly, we know that underslept employees will typically select fewer challenging problems if you give them uh, uh, options. So they will uh, probably just lapse into checking voicemails or looking at email rather than digging into hard work. Secondly, of the problems that they do try to solve, they produce fewer creative solutions. And it's creativity and ingenuity that's supposed to drive our businesses forward. They're supposed to be the engines of of, uh, uh, innovation. Third, we also know that underslept employees, when they're working in groups, will typically slack off and ride the coattails of other people's hard work called social loafing, and it doesn't breed good sort of, you know, um, goodwill among teams. The fourth aspect is that underslept employees are typically more likely to lie and be more deviant to falsify reports or sort of create um, anomalies in data that are not true. And finally, a lack of sleep goes all the way to the top of the business chain. Because what we know is that the more or less sleep that a business leader has had from one night to the next, the more or less charismatic that employees will rate that business leader from one day to the next, even though they know nothing about how much the business leader slept. It's evidential in their behavior. 
And you can add up all of those things and then say, okay, let's take a 30,000 foot view on this, which is what the Rand Corporation did, which is an independent survey company. And what they found is that insufficient sleep and fatigue costs most nations about 2% of their GDP. So here in America, that was $411 billion lost to insufficient sleep. In the United Kingdom, it was over um, $50 billion. In Japan, it was over $130 billion. In other words, if we could solve the sleep loss crisis within most first world nations, I could almost double the budget for healthcare or even double the budget for education. So the way I think of sleep is not like a cost. I don't sit there at the end of the evening and thinking, okay, I've got, I've got this additional work to do. I've got this grant to write. I've got this paper to write. I don't think of it as going to bed at the right time being a cost. I change that. I actually see it as an investment in tomorrow. If I get to bed early tonight, it's the best investment for me to get that work done tomorrow because you're just so much more efficient. Okay, if, if, if sleep is my investment in tomorrow, how can I develop better sleep habits? Like what are the kind of top tips for getting the best night of sleep possible? One thing to kick it off is I do believe, and I, I think you know, our users do too, in, in the adage that what gets measured gets mastered. And, you know, I think there's enough variety in people's lives that, you know, certain days are going to be more stressful, certain days they will eat later because of a social gathering, you know, certain days you may feel really tired and probably drink too much coffee, which will even hurt you then the next day. And I think being able to look at that and understand which habits are really making a difference for you, you know, difference for you and which ones aren't is, is really valuable. Um, you know, in, in terms of sleep hacks, I'll just throw up my new favorite one has been the sauna. Um, I have, you know, been using the sauna regularly, have gotten into a very good uh, pattern of it. And it's, it's, it's just something that has totally um, even improved my sleep as, you know, CEO of this company, um, even to another level that, that I wasn't getting before. This idea of sleep, what gets sort of measured, gets managed or gets mastered is important because it's not really like the gym or eating. You know, we're awake and I can remember what I was doing at the gym. I was conscious and I was aware of it. I can remember what I've been eating during the day. But when you're asleep, it's a non-conscious process. So it's actually even more challenging for you just subjectively to know what's going on. And that's why I sort of like the idea of sleep tracking. Also, you know, if I were to ask you, Imran, you know, how did you sleep last night? You can tell me. But if I were to say, how did you sleep last Tuesday? Probably don't remember. But I can look at my data. And you can, you know, you don't have to worry too much with these trackers, you know, about last night, you know, everyone can have a bad night and that's just fine. Follow trend lines rather than daily headlines. And it's this type of ongoing tracking and the trend lines that Harpreet was talking about where you can look at what's happening in your life and what's sort of perturbing it. And, you know, a sauna is a great example. In fact, in the science, we know there's something called the warm bath effect, where when you warm the body up and when you get out of the bath, it's not that you get into bed and you're all nice and toasty. It's the opposite, that you've come out of the bath, all of the blood is to the surface, and then you have this huge expelling of heat from the core of your body. Your core body temperature drops, and that's what needs to happen for you to fall asleep and stay asleep. And that's why the warm bath effect or the sauna effect helps with your sleep. It's the reason that you will always find it easier to fall asleep in a room that's too cold than too hot, too cold, taking you in the right direction. 
two other things I would note. One is regularity. And that's one of the other nice things about these devices that they can send you notifications. You know, we typically have a wake up alarm. Why don't we have a to bed alarm? And it's always surprised me that we don't, but if a device that understands your sleep and your circadian rhythms can find the sweet spot of where you should be sleeping on the 24 hour clock face, it can give you nudges towards going to bed and not just waking up. So regularity going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time is critical. And then the final thing I would say is if you're struggling with sleep, in addition to avoiding naps during the day and also avoiding uh, caffeine afternoon and alcohol in the evening, the last thing I would say is don't stay in bed awake for too long. I would use the sort of 25 minute rule of thumb. If you've been trying to fall asleep or you've been, you've woken up and you're trying to fall back asleep and it's been 25 minutes, get up and get out of bed because quickly your brain starts to learn this triggered association between every time I go into my bedroom, I'm wide awake because I've learned that that's the place where I'm always awake rather than asleep. Go to a different room, just read a book in dim light, listen to a podcast, don't check email or any of that good stuff. Uh, don't eat because that will be a, a habituated trigger. And then only return to bed when you're sleepy and there's no time limit. So the analogy there would be, you know, you'd never sit at a dinner table waiting to get hungry. So why would you lie in bed waiting to get sleepy? And the answer is that you shouldn't. Those are some good tips. Well, thank you so much, Harpreet, uh, Matt, for your time. Uh, I'm sure all of our community will benefit from that advice. And um, I love the what doesn't get measured, doesn't get mastered or managed. We, we use that in business, of course, but it's equally applicable in life. So true. All right. Thanks, both of you. Thank you, Ron. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Take care. enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, give us a rating, and you might be interested in joining the Business of Fashion's global membership community, BOF Professional. Our members receive exclusive deep dive analysis, regular email briefings, as well as unlimited access to our archive of over 10,000 articles, our new iPhone app, learning materials from BOF Education. everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O-L D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.